Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Cannon Girl Speaks Podcast. And when this recording posts, it will be 2020. And so um, I wanted to invite um, some special people to the VIP room. All my guests are special, so I always say special people. And so I wanted to invite some special people to my VIP room. And they all have their different, um, let's say, they all come from different backgrounds. And so I actually really try to get a diverse group. I really wanted a, a diverse group of people from my community to be on this particular podcast. And so I did try to reach out. And so I did. Got, I got zero response. You know, so we're going to just keep moving. And that's my attitude. I'm, I'm, I'm going into 2020. I'm just going to I'm just going to keep moving with this podcast. And so um, I'm hoping that people will get on board because this is this is a voice. This is a um, podcast that. Uh, hopefully will bring awareness and, um, and also be, be inspiring. So with that being said, I'm gonna, I want my uh, guests to introduce themselves um, no, in no particular order, but I might have to point you out. So who wants to go first? Hello. Keep going, just keep going. Hello, this is Jerome Brown, um, president of the local NAACP, chapter 6209. That's for this say Navarro County because you know this County. yeah this podcast goes all over and all stuff. over because mm-hmm, yeah. Navarro County. Um, I've known Miss Kelly for a very long time. Uh, talk about who you are. You know I'm you know Jermon. I'm uh, da da da. I'm, I'm a father. I am uh, that. <laughs> I'm a son, uh, and I'm a child of this community. All right. Um, yeah, I'm no one special. I'm just just here to to do my work. All right. Yeah. Okay. Who else? Who's next? Hello, everybody. My name is Tabitha Bonner. Um, I am a young millennial here in Rivera <laughs> County. I do have a daughter, a four year old. Um, I am a medical assistant over in Ellis County, and I'm just here to support this podcast and do my best to inform the community with whatever I can offer. All right. Nick, last last but not least, my traveling buddy. <laughs> I am Lois Garrett. I'm on the brink of my 49th birthday. Hey. hey. <laughs> and I'm just living my best life 2020 and beyond. Right. And so we want to we want, I want to go into this podcast and I and I was telling them before um, we started recording is that I wanted to um, bring them on and hopefully they can offer some type of inspiring a uh, message to our community and also to those out, out those out past our community that are listening that will be listening to the podcast and so um, with that being said I do want to say uh, happy new year and I'm hoping that um, um, that you go into your new year um, just a whole different um, outlook on life and um, so um, Tabitha is a millennial and I always pick on my millennials I have I have kids that are millennials, and so um, I have coworkers that are millennials, and so I've had a se- couple, several millennials on my podcast. Isn't that right, Aaron? And Good. so I, we, so we always enjoy the conversation. And so, um, Tabitha, with that being said, um, going into two thousand and twenty, what kind of, um, what I guess, what inspiration message can you give to those out in the listening audience? Um, I can definitely. The inspiring words I've been giving pretty much over the past month to even some of the patients I have is that the world is always changing and I feel like millennials are that group of 
kids. I still feel like we're kids, even though most of us have kids. Um, we're that group of kids who can adapt to that change more effectively than any other group. So even those kids who are coming up, you know, after us, it's changing so fast, not just, you know, in the world of politics, but also jobs. You know, the culture of jobs is changing altogether. Most people work from home. Most people are salary based. Most people aren't even going to college anymore. So yeah. we flip flop back into what we were told we needed to be. And now it's like, oh, those credentials really don't matter. But, you know, still go get that education, whether it's through if you want to get online, do some master classes. If you want to just go to college online when you work full time, if you feel like you need to go sit in school, I feel like you need to do that. You know, even technical school, you know, going to college is not your only option. Yeah. Explore your options, you know, get that education and do something that makes you happy and keep moving forward. Because at the end of the day, you know, if you're not supporting yourself, motivating yourself, then yes, there's a million people in the world that would do it, but it means more if it comes from you. So, you know, in this changing world, you have to be quick on your feet yeah. and make sure you have everything you need to support yourself. Cause you know, it may change in a way that is not, supportive to your lifestyle so you have to be ready for that yeah so i like the fact that you know i have learned and i'm really um learning to accept you know the millennial um mentality and mm -hmm. so um that has really bring, brought me brought awareness for me and just saying you know what just accept them who they are and just go on and so lois since you are what 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 generation i can't remember you're you're meant to be 49, almost knocking on 50. Not, not there yet. <laughs> and so Lois is, I, I call her my traveling buddy because we've done some girls trips. And so um, with that, what, what can you say to um, the community out there? And also maybe um, women, you know, about just doing a girls trip, getting together and motivating women to, not just women, but maybe some men to get out there and see the world. Because I always... If you don't go outside your bubble, then it's kind of like, okay, you know, there's uh, there's life outside your bubble. And so um, what can you say to motivate, um, you know, people to just take the plunge and go and see the world? You know, it took me having cancer to decide to live. Mm -hmm. And before that, you know, I stayed confined to the house or stuff around here in Corsicana. So... I decided I needed to do stuff for me. Mm -hmm. I needed to make me a priority. So our first girls trip we organized was to Atlanta. And from there, I'm like, well, I kind of like that. So once a year, we've started planning places to go. And even when my travel buddies can't go, Lois still goes. Mm -hmm. Lois will pop up a trip <laughs> and go. Um, Next couple of weeks, I'll be going to um, New York, and I'm I'm ready, yeah. ready to go. And it's go. really, and you tell, and explain, it's really not expensive. I mean, that trips are now so affordable, cruises and all that. And so, you know, I always have this attitude: if you want to really want to do something, you'll do it. Right. You know, and so even if you have to pay on it and all that, and so um, it's just just do it. And a lot know? of people say that they're afraid. Oh, I don't want to get on a plane, or I don't want to get on a. Ship. Ship. But you, there's more accidents in cars mm -hmm. than there is in planes and trains and auto, than in, in airplanes than or ships than you know in your car. You have more chances of getting in a car accident than you do in a plane crash. So yeah. why not take a chance? Yeah. So so Javon, um, yes. you know, uh, switching over to you, you know, with you being um, our our president of our local NAACP chapter, 
what message can you um, give out to the listening audience as far as awareness, um, awareness, also just being, um, you know, in control and just being um, more visible, vocal, mm-hmm. you know, because we do have some issues coming up. But then I know within our community, we talked earlier before the podcast recording is we have our district attorney's race coming up. And then also our, also the presidential election is coming up. You know, and so, you know, we just have to get the message out to vote, to vote and also just be aware of who the candidates are, you know. I think um, it's important for the parents to get with their children and push being more active in the community. I've been doing community stuff for a long, long time. And I'm just 39, um, but I'm getting old because it's people people coming to me now calling me old school. <laughs> so you know, I I know that um, what they say that the the young men is for the war and the old is for the vision. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's time for the for us to start giving the vision to the youth so that they can carry their torch and and go to war. Uh, for the for the people for the community, um, we we have to get more involved in in the local politics because you know that that's what affects us immediately. So we have to to be more more diligent about getting you know getting to the polls and voting and um, actually really just paying attention to who's running and and know know something about them because if you don't know anything about them and you just go push the button because you're you so married to being a democrat that you don't understand what's actually really happening then you know you really hadn't done anything for the people or or the world so you know i I would say um be more open-minded to what's happening in the race don't be so married to one side or the other and you know, go for who is who's who's right. Go for who's right, and don't be so married to to one side. So Tabitha, so do you see um, our our community evolving? You got well. I just can't just say this to Kat, Tabitha, but um, do you see our for all of you? Do you see our community evolving? Because you know, for a long time, course Cannon was so stagnated. It's like, oh my goodness, you know, and so. Um, you know, I always tell people to pay attention to the I-45 corridor because I-45 is coming. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that piece is coming. And so do you see, you know, especially for, you know, young young people your age, you know, do you see them staying or do you see them saying, you know what, course can is too slow for me. Let's just move on and go to the Metroplex. Absolutely. You know? um, I do see that a lot, um, you know, as far as my friends, classmates, uh, you know, they're just scattered all over the place and but it didn't happen immediately after after high school you know when you're in high school you have so much you know pride for your town your city you're aware that nothing's really moving nothing's really improving here no jobs are being brought here the only really jobs they have you know hardcore tough man jobs mm-hmm. or very mm, gender related jobs as far as women being waitresses receptionists mm-hmm. front desk things like that and you're okay with that in high school because you're thinking, okay, if I stay here, I'm going to go to Navarro and then I'll transfer out. But at least I'll have a job while I'm here. You know, that's your mindset. But after that, you come to understand that I want more than this, per se. 
not really knowing what more is um especially those of us who were you know had the privilege of getting out of course canon when we were younger we know what's out there we you know experience different things and we know that it's not that exciting here but you also have that group of us like me who feel like i could travel like miss lois and <laughs> see all those excited things and take advantage of you know the housing opportunities here mm -hmm. being able to drive on you know, renovated highways if they ever finish them and go <laughs> to work but come back to a quiet mm -hmm. town that's safe for my children yeah. you know and i was thinking this before i had a child but you know quiet town safe for my children where when she gets in school the exposure is really high because you know we do make a name for ourselves around here yeah. um whether it's <clears throat> sports or arts or whatever and then be able to send her off into a world that she's already experienced but still knows she can come back home and experience not slowfulness yeah. but a controlled environment that That's doesn't true. really grow too fast to be uncomfortable but grows enough to present some type of opportunity for incoming people yeah. now do i feel like it needs to improve more swiftly absolutely but then you have like we're talking about you know previously then you have elections come up and that puts a halt on everything yeah so you just kind of have to you know work with that not be okay with that but you have to work with it yeah you know? because i mean look at walks at you you know walks at you used to be a town just like us yes and so now it's a boom and so i like i said pay attention our boom is coming yeah. you know and so we just have to know that we just have to be patient mm -hmm. you know and so lois you know, the only thing I really see Corsicana getting is restaurants. Yeah. I mean, we're the most well-fed people in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's true. just other things out there to be able to do besides go eat somewhere. You know, girls, can, it's more than a girl's trip than just going out to eat. There's other things to do. Yeah. You know, just like we've learning to craft these days. Yeah. You know, it's it's just a different mindset for a different set of people you know we're not being exposed to the cultural things yeah. you know we we haven't really there's a little arts here but there's not like yeah the bigger arts the bigger arts yeah. and we do have a good arts program our we, you know just we, uh, we have a real good arts program and so I you know getting back to the shopping part I saw a survey that our local paper did and um, they said that the survey was asking you know how where did you do your shopping you know for Christmas and the, it was it was a high percentage of people went out of town to shop. Mm -hmm. You know, see that must that means that we're taking our money outside of our city. Mm -hmm. Our taxes are going outside. Our, you know, are going out. Our money is going out and paying. And people are only paying taxes to other communities. Mm -hmm. You know, so that uh, so that should send a message to our, you know, our our leaders of our community. We've got to get more business. More, you know, which we know the box stores are going away because most people are shopping online anyway. But, um, you know, I, I, and I think about uh, what is the um, the the uh, store that I can think of it um, perfume. I mean, not perfume. Bath and Body Works. Right. You remember when we had Bath and Body Works? <coughs> yes. And I just I was like, we had a Bath and Body Works, mm -hmm. but I guess we had it before it boomed. Mm -hmm. We had it too early. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, that's the biggest thing now. I mean, you know, and I'm like, I wish we would have kept it. You know, because I think it would have it would have done well. You know, but I think it was in the wrong location and all that. And so, I'm hoping that we'll get a a, a resurgence of those kind of stores. Mm -hmm. You know, because they we do have to cater to you know our millennials, you know, our those that are younger. You know, because we know our older people they don't they don't shop like that. You know, and so that I'm hoping that 
our local economic development, you know, organization hoping that they're paying attention to that. You know, we have to we have to cater to that 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 generation that's going to do the more the most spending. Right. You know, because you know our older generation they're more you know frugal mm-hmm. or you know they're on fixed income. You know, mm-hmm. and so we just they, I'm just hoping that they're paying attention to that. You know. And so, um, Jerron, is there anything else you want to touch on as far as, um, we, know we, we, we know we want our community to vote. We know we want, we got to get the message out to vote. We know that the, tw- the 2020 census is coming up. Right. We got we to we make sure that um, people go out and, and get counted because our numbers are skewed on for our community. Our numbers are not right, you know. Right. And so that means that when they did the census back, what, they do it every 10 years? That means 10 years ago, they didn't get the numbers right. right. You know, so it showed our community had no growth. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's so important that we encourage, you know, our, our community, the, you know, all, all the whole community, you know, the other brown skin, you know, those that have a fear of, you know, they're thinking the census is going put to the, put the radar on them, right. you know, but we got to encourage them. It's just to help show, our, show growth in our community, mm-hmm. you know, because if we show growth in our community, what does that mean? We get more companies coming here. Mm-hmm. You know, we get more industries, we get more money, mm-hmm. you know, so we really have to get that message out, you know, and I know um, I'm hoping, you know, I'm hoping that our city is, is being real diligent on spreading the message that since the 2020 census is coming up, you know, let's, let's spread the word and let's get, let's be counted, you know, and so Tabitha, you have a, you have a young one, mm-hmm. you know, and so, you know, what, you know, young one, and then you're around, you know, other young people, you know, that's your age. What, what kind of message are you, how are you motivating them to be voters, to be, you know, to be, um, to be the next generation of leaders? You know, because like Jeron said, we're, 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 we're starting to be the old school, the old schoolers, uh-huh. you know, eventually we're going to have to cycle off, yes. you know, because everything is in cycles, mm-hmm. you know, and so how are you motivating your generation of you know um, circles, you know, to be motive, to be those, to be vocal, to be the next generation of leaders. So I can definitely say I can you know brag on myself. I'm very annoying. <laughs> um, they know to not look for me during the poll weeks because if you didn't vote, I'm like coming at your neck because I, I you know even and it it, it it is the result of me in high school being a part of FBLA. Um, you know, that's the Texas Future Business Leaders of America. Yeah, I remember that. And, you know, dipping my toe into politics a little bit um, on a small scale, but seeing how many people it affected, you know, high school-wise all over the state of Texas and ended up being, you know, a state representative for that. So going national with that, it was a big eye-opener because I, you know, I love my family. That's what we don't, we aren't the biggest I wouldn't say voters because we all vote, but we aren't deep into politics like we should be, like I feel like we should be. Um, So ever since, you know, experiencing that through that program, I took it upon myself to be more active. Um, And then, you know, everybody in the town has had a run in with Miss Burrell and that affected <laughs> yeah, me yeah. so she kind of took me in not on the most serious level I think she knew what she was doing by just giving me a feel of yeah. what you want me to do leave me alone and see what I was going to do about it you know but as I got older went to Navarro and you know went to college after that I stayed in politics at least enough to be aware 
and to be able to regurgitate that to my friends who didn't care to be aware. Yeah. And then it's just like I got hooked. So that's yeah. when I started becoming a part of, you know, the very kind of conservatives or attending democratic meetings to see what people are talking about, you know. And so I encourage everybody to do that. If you don't even care what's going on, but you know, oh, if I don't vote, my mom's going to be on me. Just look these people up. Go talk yeah. to them. If you see them on the street, you see a sign on somebody's car or somebody's yard, and you feel comfortable enough to ask them, why, well, why are you supporting them? Can you tell me why? Not enough to get into an argument because I know people are passionate. <laughs> oh, yeah. But just to ask simple questions, you know? So, you know, whether I'm doing that politically or, you know, I'm supporting my friends who do run or, you know, NAACP is hosting something. I'm putting the word out there, you know, like Martin Luther King Day is coming up. I'm telling my church every Sunday, like, we need you to participate. Yeah. I need you to pay your dues. If you don't want to come to a meeting, I need you to just send me, you know, your dues. And you are a part of an organization now that supports your culture. And that's something you can put on your resume. Like, I... I just try to get them every kind of way and it's not to con anybody out of anything it's just to make them more aware yeah. you know and i feel like the more young people we have saying the same thing being interested even at the slightest it makes a difference so. but the but you know i think um a couple of years ago um they had asked a couple some of the kids our younger kids and i don't I can't remember what age group they were you know they asked them like who was martin luther king and you know some of them didn't know mm. you know and so that to me that means that we have a cycle, a generation of young people that they're not being taught, you know, those that history piece of, you know, you know, a lot of our found, you know, a lot of our founder, founded, you know, founders or that, you know, those that really paved the way for us, and so that scares me because you know, if you think about it, if we think about it, you know, the generation of you know adults that you know were the civil rights movement. Mm -hmm. You know, now fast forward. Now we're you know, dealing with a generation of they they don't have any knowledge of picking cotton. Yeah. They don't know anything about that. That is, that doesn't that's not even a thought process. Mm -hmm. And so now, um, as that starts, you know, you know, phasing away, you know, what? How are we gonna? How are we gonna be able to keep that energy going? You know, because after a while, Martin Luther King is be like, who's you know? It really yeah. will be just a. That generation that really understands that they were there, they were alive when he was assassinated. You know, they they will they will phase off, and so it'd be like, you know, this is just not that be it that it won't that effectiveness won't be there. You, you don't have that. Juneteenth yeah, now that yeah. Kind of phasing. Because even like on the, on Martin Luther King on that day that we have the we go in the park or whatever. I mean, it's like the turnout is just not good, and I'm like, oh my goodness, you know, so. And the kids don't understand. They don't the understand. And, yeah, they don't yeah. understand why. Why we're you know who you know and so and now we know even on the speech, the people the kids are saying the speech. It's not people that look like me or you. It's mm -hmm. it's the his you know it's the other brown skin kids that are doing the speech. Yeah. You know and so. You I know. Pers I personally think that. And I and I told my mother and my father this at one point. That I, I felt like you know you should have did better telling me. Yeah. About what happened, what went on, what we went through. But we're in the documentary age now, right? So, you know, we can, it's easy to YouTube it, it's mm -hmm. easy to find out what's what. Yeah. But at the same time, we failed our youth to the point to where they have no clue who they are. Yeah. And if we don't take up their responsibility of teaching, who we are to who we brought here then 
they'll never they'll they'll it'll always be forgotten. Yeah. And we can't wait for the school district to talk about Harriet Tubman. We can't wait for them to to look up that one paragraph in February about the march. You know what I mean? Like we we have to take that responsibility upon ourselves as a people to teach our children. Because if we don't teach the children, the parable says if you don't show the children what's going on and tell them what's happening, they'll forget who you are and burn the village down. Yeah. So we have to make sure that the village will come together and, and teach. Yeah. We have to teach. So, you know, like when the, the Martin Luther King is coming up, Martin Luther King Day is coming up, we've grown to expect the, the We've grown to expect six people in the audience. But beyond that, we have to do something that's gonna reach the masses, which is why I appreciate you with the podcast. Because, you know, we're not getting Big Mama ain't giving it to us no more. Not anymore. You know, Big Mama's not giving it to us, you know, Big Mama it's not the same. Yeah, our, our big mamas are looking different now. True. Yeah, you know, they're, yeah, they're yeah, younger. Yes, they're yes. younger big mamas, and then they busy. Uh, you know, we right. don't go into that that topic, right. but yeah. uh, they it's, just different big mamas. It's, it's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. You know, yeah, not, no, you know, different. yeah, it's yeah, different. Yeah, you know, and I just appreciate the that I had a you know I had a right. you know grandmother that I can. But now these grandmothers they're looking different. You mm-hmm. know, they trying to hang with the daughter and all that right. and stuff yes. like that and. You know, then, you know, we can, like I said, we can be on our soapbox about that all day long. But we have to, you know, somewhere, you know, my whole thing is, is as a community, we cannot allow that us to that be to be stifled we have to even when the miss the miss burrells are gone mm-hmm. we have to keep going you know what i'm saying because it is we do have cycles yeah. right. we, it's going to be a cycle where they don't they won't be there anymore there won't be any reverend johnson's anymore mm-hmm. you know and so who's going to take up the the mantle right. you know and that's where you come in at tabitha mm-hmm. you know we have to be you know my thing is we have to be quick fast in a hurry i said because if we don't then your daughter four years old you know, my I have a grandson, four years old, that's that's here. You know, they won't they won't know their history. You and, know, and you know. I feel like they know a lot from what they're taught at school, but they know more trivial things yeah. and not the significance. Yeah. And that's the part that bothers me. Yeah. You know, I'm not gonna force it down Olivia's throat that this is very serious, but she's mm-hmm. also gonna be aware that this is something that af- could have affected me if things weren't done the way they were done. You know, so. I just like I just my thing is in some some other in some in some bigger communities bigger city communities it is it is embedded in them you know it's like you know mm-hmm. we're gonna stop everything and we're gonna celebrate yeah, this very mm-hmm. you know and so we just kind of like sk- skate the surface right. you know and I'm like you know where where is the pride in our you know our history you know and so we just gotta we gotta just get instill that back into our community that you know what. We have a lot of history, a lot of good history. I mean, we th- we talk about G.W. Jackson. Mm-hmm. We talk about you know when they honored the football team, you know, about mm-hmm. a year or so ago. You know, our kids didn't even realize that you know we had um, what is that movie? We had that here. No Friday Night Lights. No, not that no. one. Who with Denzel. No, uh, Denzel Washington. The movie with that, but about the football team. Man, I you know, know they were segregated. Mm-hmm. They came together. Oh, yeah, a lot of kids you know, don't even know. Of course, yeah. high school was segregated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. They, know, they, know, they, they don't <laughs> understand the history piece of you know what our community at one time right. consisted of. But that's you know? why I think they need to find some older person, some of the 
Mayola Austin, some of the Miss Jessie's over on, mm-hmm. you know, some of the older people, Marshall Williams, mm-hmm. and I know he's connected. He was part we'll of that. When I, but when I first moved here, he would tell me how he, the how the Jacksons would come to Palestine to AM Story School, which was a block over from my mother's house. And where they would play each other, mm-hmm. you know, I was exposed to a lot. Even my- Ennis, they're talking about Ennis, the Ennis uh, Black High School. They used to, you know, play against Corsicana, well, Jack, uh, Jackson, mm-hmm. you know, and how the, you know. I'm you an older person. I'm not older, 50s, 60. I mean, yeah. like the 70s yeah. and 80s that has the knowledge. That's and why still, they can and still they talk still about rem- it. In their right minds, mm-hmm. and they know all of this yeah. stuff, and it's such a... I get a kick out of just I listening to him because there's so much knowledge in those minds, and we have no no clue. We have no clue. You know, I and I just think we, the more we talk about that, that I think it just brings more more awareness and it brings pride, right? You know, and that's the thing is that you know our our, our a lot of a lot of times our young people they just don't know their history, you know, and so until they know their true history, like you know, that I know, you know that. We just gotta be, just not be afraid to just talk about it, right. you know. Because sometimes, you know, sometimes society makes us suppress it. Right. But you know, that's why I keep saying I'm, I'm gonna still be, uh, I'm gonna still promote my community. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna still, um, especially the, I, I, I don't like sharing a lot of negative stuff about, you know, because we see that all the time on the news. Yeah. We see that all the time. And so when I see something positive, especially on like on my Facebook page, I share it, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm thinking. This this is something positive going on, you know. Versus, you know, it's going to outweigh the negative, Absolutely. you know. And so that's why we have to, you know, continue to share, you know, a lot of our history, you know, and let our young people know, you know, what we come from some kings and queens. We come right. from a good lineage, you know. At one time, we had a lot of African American business owners here, mm-hmm. you know, especially on the east side of town, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. And so that's that's the message we should be telling our young people. You know that you know what like you talked about earlier about jobs and stuff like that, entrepreneurship. You know mm-hmm. that's okay. that's a big thing now. Yes. You know, and so we just have to encourage them. You know, just to keep going, and you know, if you want to own your own business, just you know have a plan mm-hmm. and do it. You know, and so um, y'all want to? Is there anything else you want to kind of you know say before we close out? Because I I just wanted I wanted this podcast to be a. Um, a podcast is to motivate our community to say, you know what, we got work to do. Mm-hmm. 2020, let this be a, a year of um, just hitting the pavement and just being um, visible, you know, because this is going to be a, a very important year, you know, and there's so much going on. And so if they know that we are, um, we, we can be a force to be forced to be reckoned with, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the thing. So, Jeron, you want to say anything before we close out? Just, you know... Get involved. Be aware. Um, this is 2020. This is the year of vision. You know, this is the year of clear vision. So, um, see who you are. Know who you are. Learn who you are. Ask questions about who you are, and then get involved with your compu- with your community, so that um, you know the torch will be passed. The older the elders are, you know, they they get tired. You're getting tired, and it's time for for us to to carry that on. Lois, no, I was tag team with Dry saying, but you know, being a into twenty twenty, you know, bettering yourself is not an outside job; it's an inside yes, job. Inside job. And you got to work from inside out, and then yeah. you have to let other people see you shine. True. 
And if they don't see your shine, then you can't encourage them because right. they see nothing in you. So you have to let people see you be you. Yeah. True. Tabitha? I just want to encourage everybody to, you know, like John said, get involved. Um, you know, it could be anything. I know a lot of us who are, you know, I'm, what, five years? No. How long has it been since I've been in? Oh, almost 10 years since I've been out of high school. Um, it does. You know, just contact an old coach or one of Everybody has that favorite teacher that they still stay in contact with, you know. Contact them. Say, hey, you know, my last week before I go back to college, can I help you do anything? Can I come talk to your class? Can I, hey, let me just shoot the ball with my old basketball team. You know, doing those things used to positively affect me when I was still in school so I know they do that for these kids as well you know so just if you find it in your heart to do anything just get involved if you feel like you want to start up a program even for a day do it you know like here's your you know message from God to just go ahead and do it it's not gonna hurt anything so okay so so what I what I usually do is I give you an opportunity to do your shout out so um, you can shout out to anybody, any of your loved ones, anybody out there in the, in the, in the listening audience. So, um, Lois, you want to give a shout out to anybody? I better give a shout out to Dwight Garrett. <laughs> you know, he, my, my partner in crime and my family and my friends. And I want to thank you for allowing me to be on here today. Yeah, because she was kind of nervous about yeah, being on the podcast. And I'm like, wait. <laughs> yeah. I'd be nervous. <laughs> Tabitha? Um, yeah, better shout out my best friend, Olivia Washington. It's my little girl and definitely you um, for always being very diligent and focused. And you've always had the same problem focus since I've known you. So thank you for being consistent and just a driving force in the community. Um, my grandmother, Doris Anderson, yeah, my mom and dad. Petition a long, long time ago. Yes, <laughs> everybody, my entire family who pretty much consumes all of Corsicana. Yeah. <laughs> um, just, just everybody, especially Aunt Val. So yeah. I always like love to shout out Aunt Val yeah. because I haven't always been as culturally sound as I am now, and she's the main person who helped me get there. Yeah. So all right, Deron. Shout out to all of my family. Um, and all the community leaders and the pillars, you know, of the community. Thank y'all for your work. And Jerron, if you ever um, get a chance, he ha- he does spoken word and he is awesome. So okay. um, I want to, you know, tell you just keep keep shining with that gift. You know, yes, we ma'am. we thank need you. that. You know, so um, thank you so much. You know, for being on this uh, podcast, and I know that you guys are going to shine in 2020. You guys just keep pushing forward. You know, because it's it's, it's work to do. There's a lot of work. We got, you know, like I said, we got some challenges coming up. We got the election coming up. We have, you know, not the, the district attorney and also the national, le- the presidential election. And so I'm just, I want our community to be aware before they hit that ballot to make the right decision, you know, because it's going to affect us all one way or the other, yes. you know. And so the candidates need to know, you know, we're, don't, don't just uh, disregard us, especially in that DA race, you know, it, you know, race. I just, in the sheriff's race, you know. He's running. He's yeah, somebody's running against him. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you know, but um, so we just need to know that um, we they need to be make being uh, being aware that we do our our vote does count. Mm-hmm. Every vote counts, and so um, I want to just thank everybody for listening to Cannon Girl Speaks podcast and um, 
just know that um, Cannon Girl Podcast is going to be a force to be reckoned with. So y'all stay tuned for 2020. Indeed. All right. Good night. Can a Girl Speaks podcast is recorded at Shred Shed Studio. Shred Shed Studio, where you get big city production at small town prices. Recording, mixing, mastering, guitar instruction, production, and songwriting. Find out more at shredshedstudio.com or email your inquiries to Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at shredshedstudio.com the premier music studio in Corsicana, Texas.